Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends, one of whom is recording with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. I've had less espresso this morning. Every week we go over movies, televisions, the latest trends, you know, shit like that. And... (laughs) and argue over each other's dumb ideas. I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke. You guys know what it is. It's the man cave. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. I had no sleep last night. Like, no sleep. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it's just part of my new... my new trend. Yep. Of... uh, Yeah. But I'm... I've decided... By the way, mm-hmm. this is great because when you get no sleep, you start to develop a real good case of the fuckets, mm-hmm. right? Mm. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get anything right. You don't even really have to. Like, the people are lucky. You're lucky that I'm standing up right now. You upright. don't need me at all yeah. for this, I feel. <laughs> I feel like I could disappear and you could just talk to the world and it would all be good. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. I want to know, like, who's with me? This is where we need the fandy. I need to hear from people. Who is with? I have a real fuck it this week. And it's great. It feels it feels very liberating. I have to get nothing right today because I have had my brain is clearly adjusting to harness my superpower because I'm un, I'm understanding I'm superhuman now. Uh, are the fuck those ice cream sandwiches that you rave about? <laughs> No, that's an it's it. And it is, I can't, you just made me realize I haven't had one in months. And that I'll is wait. why. I'll wait. Go ahead. I'm here. That's probably why, that's probably why I'm not sleeping. Oh. My body is in arrest going, what are you doing? Baby girl, you're not me? sleeping because as we discuss off mic, which is rare, mm-hmm. we, we are both experiencing perimenopause. Yeah. Quite badly. Yeah, but I'm many yeah. symptoms. So we are oh, officially huge. sorry for the extra work in changing all the graphics, Pete, but we are changing the name <laughs> of our podcast to Mandapause. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, especially because the guys, I'm sure, are going to want to know all about this. They want to hear about and our hormones. They will want to hear about this part, though, because I've, I've discovered there's two things that I have to do every day now. That are it's going to help. I'm I'm sure. One of them is masturbate. I know that. Yeah. How did you know that? For real? Did I tell you that? No. Oh, yeah. No. I just know you. Yes. I've been at this a long time. Right. Why? Well, I'm not a regular. Like you know, I love masturbating, but I don't do it every day. I forget. But now it's like a medical procedure. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like now, it really is. I because you're disinfecting. Manster- first, I masturbate. Um. No, because it's like I read this thing that's like, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Yeah. That's a real thing. I know. And I, I don't want to lose it. It's my best friend. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I, hey, if masturbating every day would keep you in my life, I would do it. I know, but I thought I was your best friend. You don't disagree with your vagina as much as you disagree with me. You don't give me as many orgasms. And we've Not talked about as that. many. I know. Not as many. Right. I there's a I have that chart. You've seen it mm-hmm. in my closet. Mm-hmm. You're way behind, especially with the pandemic. So, yeah. So anyway, but I'm excited about this because how great to have all of these problems and not be sleeping. But here's the bright side, right? I get the fuckets and I'm jerking off every day. So it's a win-win. I still have that to look forward to. I mean, I haven't done it today yet, but who knows? Like, what a surprise. I have a day full of surprises. Can I see all hands on screen at all times? 
that would make yeah, you yeah, feel no. much safer and more secure. <laughs> <laughs> like you need your hands. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, by the way, yeah. these hormones make me real sad. Yeah. And so you get funnier when you're sad. Like, right? All the great comedians commit suicide. This is a win-win for our fandies. This whole, I'm just looking on the bright side here. Menopause. So you're well. You're welcome, everybody. Okay, now you. The You know, <laughs> your lack of sleep allows you more time to watch things like The Girl Before on HBO Max. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Can I get, are there awards for segues what? and transitions? Wow, that was flawless. Thank you. Oh, but can, before we before we jump into oh. what you made me watch, yeah, I'm an, I want to real quick visit something you sort of hinted that I should watch, which was The Lost City. Yes. Yes. I had a we we the girls went to a birthday party. We had like a six hour chunk and and Patrick and I went and saw The Lost City. And I was not as much of a fan. Yeah. I told you. I didn't love it as much as you did. You did? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like, it was hilarious writing and it was the most amazing. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, you probably won't like it. And you said, why? And I was like, because I did. Go back and check the annals of our show. I said annals. Yeah. Wait, what? I said, really? you pr- like, it's probably not your thing. You were like, I love everything about that. I'm going to love it. But I... I loved I loved Romancing the Stone. I love rom-coms. Mm-hmm. I love comedy. Why would I not love this movie? You didn't, but I though. I didn't. You're right. No. I mean... I loved Brad Pitt. Yeah, he was very funny. I thought everybody was very funny. I loved her, like, being attached to the chair and being thrown around and... <laughs> I, I yes. laughed a lot. It, yeah, there were funny, there were funny bits, but overall, overall, you know. Anyway, I'm just saying, like you were right, I did not enjoy it as much as you. <laughs> Let's just say and, I was right. <laughs> no, 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 you were wrong about it being a good movie. But Ouch. Not a not a horrible waste of time. Oh, I'm, not a total waste of time. I considered assigning it to you so I could go see it again. No, I really, Mandy, yeah. No. I will watch it when it comes Honey, out on HBO I, or what or whatnot. Oh It'll my, become a guilty oh. pleasure for me. I loved it. Really? Yes. Really. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, good. Good. That that lowers my standards. When I'm going to send you more of my scripts because now I know <laughs> you'll just read anything and go, ha! It's amazing. <laughs> well, if your script, okay, star Sandra Bullock. She's oh, oh you know, she's her. my everything. Yeah. I, I was very surprised how Channing Tatum was very adorable. Anyway, let's go into the girl below, beneath. The girl in my dreams. The girl in my jeans. The girl before. But the girl funny beyond. you are making up the girl fake before. titles. Interesting that you should be so prescient. <laughs> so this is based on a book that I read a few years back and loved. And maybe Pete should play the trailer so everyone gets a sense of it. Thanks, Pete. He only sets an affordable rent to people who live here the way he intended. No ornaments, no carpets or rugs, no pictures. What sort of people get accepted? Since I've been the agent, no one has. You seem like a perfect fit. I'm flattered. That tenancy, it's pretty freaky, right? It's the price the tenant pays for living there. Do you know anything about the young woman who lived here before? Same eyes, same jawline. You look like her. It started off as romantic, but you need to be careful. The more people I talk to, the more one name keeps coming up again and again. I need to know what that man is capable of. 
the concept is that there's this very modern, intuitive home full of tech and no, you're, I mean, when you move in, not only do you have to answer questionnaires every day about how you view the world and relationships and all this stuff, but the home senses your movements and watches over you. And the home is really a character Mm -hmm. in this story. Um, And the book, I don't think specifies any races in these characters. So I w- I love the casting of Gugu Mbatha-Ra and David Oyelowo and Jessica Plummer as these three people. Thank you, Jessica Plummer, for having a name I didn't have to stress I'm over. I'm very impressed. How much time did you spend rehearsing that? Because I was like, I looked at David Oyelowo and I was like, Oyelowo? Oyelowo. I couldn't get it, but you just did. I don't know where the accent goes. Oh, yellow. Oh, yellow. I think it's yellow is the right. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. I what I want to call him is oh, yellow. Whoa. <laughs> oh, get in my yeah. bed. Get in my yeah. pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, just email, right? just ask him. And then he's like, he's so sexy and assured and hot. And then he's like almost grotesque in the next scene, which I think is like such a testament to his well thought out character work. And I've always been a fan mm-hmm. of his, but. Um, th- th- he is the perfect casting yeah. for a genius architect who believes he has it all figured out and the way he has dealt with his grief is to control all emotions, not just his, but his tenants and potential lovers. Don't care for that word, but I said it. Uh, what did you think of The Girl Before? Um, I was very excited to see the girl who played Hannah in The Morning Show because she was one of my favorite things yes. about Google and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I loved her in the morning show and I won an argument with Patrick because we were watching it. And I was like, that's that's Hannah from the morning show. He's like, no, it isn't. I was like, no, it is. And then he looked it up and he's like, no, it isn't. And then, then I looked it up. I was like, uh, yes, it is. So mm-hmm. that was yeah. my favorite part of watching the girl before. <laughs> um, I think it is definitely one of those things you had to have read the book. Because really, oh, I I think so. Because unless you have read the book and have some investment in the story, to me, just as a ooh, it's a thriller. I love all these actors. I love watching their faces. I want to watch them do anything, right? But in terms of the mm-hmm. story, I was so annoyed. I was so put off. I was so bored. I couldn't wait for it to be over, and I wouldn't watch another one. That's the truth. I don't get why this controlling architect guy, why anybody would ever agree to live in that house with those constrictions. I don't understand why that house is so attractive because it's just a big cement box with cold nothing in it. I don't, I don't even understand the emotional, like, so she got raped and she lost a baby and now they, you're saying she and she, but so the, the woman in present day is named Jane and that's Gugu Mbatha-Ra and she is grieving the loss of a stillborn. Yes. So she moves into the home. People are moving into this home in their deepest states of grief because they want to rid themselves of memory, of triggers, of humanity. Like they want something raw and clean and new. And that's why they're moving in. And then we are learning in flashback, which I wish you had watched the second episode because it's done so well. Uh, but in flashback, the tenant before Jane was Emma, who moved in with her boyfriend after being raped. Yeah, you learned that in the first and, episode. 
Right, oh. right. But I'm I'm just explaining to oh, the people gotcha, gotcha. what the first episode and like how the storytelling goes. So we're in present day. Jane falls in love with this weird, cold, creepy house, has to interview with the architect. And then you all of a sudden flash back to a woman who looks a lot like Jane. Stunning, stunning women. Yeah. Too painful oh, to look that at. that dress. That dress and, she wore for her birthday party. Like, oh my God. I can't even. I wanted her to wear it for the whole. Let's make the next. Let's make a spinoff about that dress. Can we? All the clothes. Oh, yeah. I keep writing like, oh, I love what she's oh. wearing. I love her. Jane's <gasps> wardrobe. Yes. Oh, they're all. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Blouses, but they're feminine, uh-huh. but they're like shaped. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're both yeah. rubbing yeah. stuff yeah. now. Wardrobe yeah. porn for I, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. was. I love Beautiful. the costumes. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, of course, loved it. <laughs> and we've watched three of them now. And Jared's loving it, too. Oh. I... So the first episode, you're just getting used to it, right? You're getting used to like, they're moving into this house and why are they moving in? And why is the architect so weird and charming and cold and controlling? And it's all weird. Mm-hmm. The second episode, they he starts to date Jane and he's like, I would like to take you on a date. Um, and they they go to this old church and he's showing her what he loves about like architecture. And he's speaking and then the camera swishes around and it's Emma. And basically the whole episode is flashing between the two of them. And he has replicated his relationship with Emma to a T with Jane. Mm. Takes them to the same restaurant, takes them to the same places, is making the same speeches, asking the same questions. And it is so well done. You're just bouncing between them and you get in this rhythm of like, I get it. He's kissing this one. Now he's kissing this one. They're falling on the bed. They're falling on the bed. The director is Lisa Brolman, I did not look her up, but I love the way it's directed. I love that you're almost confused, but but you get into a rhythm between these two stories mm-hmm. that happened three years apart. I will say that's true. Like in terms of having to tell two parallel stories like that, I thought it was well done because it, I was intrigued and not confused, which I think is tricky. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I it, it doesn't get uh, cheesy. I would think that would be pretty cheesy. Like, we get it. Now he's talking to this one. Now he's ta- It doesn't get cheesy. It's so well done. The whole thing is very slick. I'm really enjoying oh, good. it. good. And that house, that house is bananas. And of course, we're watching it thinking no one. Did you really love that house? No, I, ha- I hate the house. Like, I had the same reaction you had. Like, who would live in a home that's watching you? You know, that's um, yeah. too intuitive. You're not allowed to bring tchotchkes. Yeah. You're allowed one closet to hang your clothes neatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in episode three, Jane endures an inspection. Interesting. And the inspector comes, like, this is part of the contract you sign. that they And they can give architectural tours while you're home. Like, they bring in tours of this crazy home, mm-hmm. which is so bizarre. But Jane, as we see her move into the home has what I affectionately call a dead baby box. Yeah, the dead baby box. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, is the baby in there? Or, you know, so... It was shaped like a baby. Could have been a baby. It was a dead baby box. Oh, really? Let me tell you, there was like a lock of hair. There's not an actual baby, but it gets intense when the inspector's like, I found this. And Jane's like, give me that. And and then she has a long weeping session with the dead baby box. So it's, it's intense. And... I like that these are two women who are grieving and damaged in totally different ways and both coping with it in the same twisted way. And David 
Oyelowo is so magnetic. I get why they're like, this house seems a little weird. Maybe I've made a mistake. Oh, wait, he wants to take me on a date. I'm in. He's fascinating. Yeah, he's very, you're right. He's very magnetic. I think, to be honest, I really, when they were setting up the thing, I think I'd be curious to hear what other, if there were any other fandies that read the book and watched it or like, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I wonder if your brain is not filling in details that you remember from the book. Because my experience of it is, it, it feels a little bit like, but I'm just taking that these women are like broken and sad, and then they move into this house that makes you be more broken and sad because you can't have anything that is comforting. And it's like echoey and cement and gray, and it's like a tomb. And I don't, so, mm-hmm. and also the whole invasive weirdness of his procedure. I So here's what I would say. my my professional opinion and i gotta be on look i usually charge quite a bit of money for this so this is very big that i'm offering this you know this Uh week um but i i I think it would have been a great movie because Mm -hmm. based on the book based on they've set up this cool thing like there's two women there's a guy he's sneaky maybe dating you know like i i'm intrigued but i don't want to watch this for like the, the 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 premise of here's this house where you don't get any of your creature comforts and I'm going to control your life and I'm going to be re- I'm going to set up this really weird thing and it's not like you get to live there for free you still have to pay money and you have to follow all my rules I was like why is what is the attraction here I like the basic premise I did not get so I think it would have had to right. the mystery is the thing that grabs you but it didn't really grab you in the first episode I didn't think the cliffhanger at the end made me want to watch the second one. What was the cliffhanger at the end of the first Shoot, one? What was the end of it? It was, uh, I don't remember. I think the cliffhanger at the end of the second is that Jane, current day resident, hears a noise, starts creeping around and finds that Emma, previous resident, had been holed away up in the attic and had scrawled, help me <gasps> in the wall. Oh, that's a good cliffhanger. I would have, okay, I would have pitched if that was at the end of the first episode. Then I'd Mm -hmm. be like, oh, there's a story here. Now she is very, Jane, current day resident, is very driven to find out what happened to the previous resident and what happened to the, uh, you know, Edward has a dead wife. And they all look identical. And Jane is piecing that together and getting freaked out and freaked out and freaked out at every turn. So there's a lot happening now. And it's fun. You know, what's interesting that all that information was given in the pilot that his wife looks a lot like the first person lady, which looks a lot like the second lady. So, and the weird, creepy way that he sort of asks Jane to date him and the way he insinuates that the first girl is not with a guy who's worthy of her, you kind of get that he's going to make moves on these women. So you get from the first episode that he's going to be recreating something creepy with his wife. You know what I mean? That's not like, I think Mm -hmm. I personally might have liked that to be a reveal but it was so like Mm -hmm. he's gonna do something creepy with these women and they're both gutted wrecks that he's now going to take advantage of and i didn't Mm -hmm. i sort of i don't know it wasn't but also i'm not like i'm not super into bleak stuff right now (laughs) oh i mean usually yeah uh like oh no like Mm -hmm. we started watching station 11 and it was so cool the first three episodes do you know anything about station 11 
I tried to read it for my book club, but science fiction and fantasy is not my thing. So I just abandoned it. I imagine it would be pretty hard to read. And but but visually it's post-apocalyptic. Oh, very, very, right? very, yeah. Yeah. And it's I don't do no, it. No, no, no. You wouldn't you wouldn't like it. It's it's very, I will say for that kind of thing, it's very, very well done. Uh, because mm-hmm. it's not my thing at all, but it's really beautifully shot and really interesting, and everybody has something going on, and so it's very interesting. But it's also like bleak, and you know, after a while, you're like, I get it. It's super cool. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm following what's going on. So, uh, style over substance, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, I just like it's funny. It's I think it's funny. Like this, I thought would be something that I would like the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window or whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like to say that every episode that I can. Um, no, I thought it would be more like that or not a comedy, but like that it would grab me. And I'm so easily grabbed. The thing about Pam, I totally went all the way to the end. Christ, I went to the end of inventing Anna because I was... I know you did. I'm so surprised you didn't... that This didn't grab you. I thought I really liked the storytelling. From get-go, I'm genuinely surprised. I thought you would be like, ooh, I'm all in. I can't wait to watch another one. I wonder if I'm a little bit like uh, into real stories or something. Because it's definitely, I mean, it was made very well. And Mm -hmm. maybe even better than the thing about Pam. But the thing about Pam, I was like, and telling everybody I know about it. (laughs) And I don't think that, I, I take umbrage, Mandy Fabian. You didn't have to read the book. Or it's, I didn't enjoy it more because I read the book. I read the book like four years ago. None of it stuck with me. The only thing I remembered was weird house mm-hmm. that like knows what temperature you like your shower at. That's all I remembered. Jer was like, I wish I remembered the book. I can't remember a thing. Oh. So we are like innocent little babes in the woods <laughs> watching this. We are not going, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then this happens. And I remember this from the book. So, you know, thank God for my early onset Alzheimer's or whatever I've got going on that I don't remember the book. I just remember really liking the book. Um, yeah. But Who knows? another thing I'm going to take away from the show, and this you cannot disagree with, their voices and their accents oh. are so sexy oh, yeah. and soothing. Yeah. Pete, in the pilot episode at about 48 minutes, mm-hmm. Edward gives Jane a speech about how he would like a relationship with her. Can you please play it? Jane, there's something I want to ask you. Please forgive my directness. I would like to have a relationship with you. That's very direct. (laughs) If it's too soon, just tell me and I will go away. But there is something I need to explain to you first. People aren't so very different to buildings, it seems to me. It's all too easy to accumulate the unnecessary. Valentine's cards, romantic gestures, date nights. All the clutter of conventional relationships that are doomed before they've even begun. What if you strip all of that back? What if you were to have a relationship unencumbered by convention, expectation, a relationship that lasts for as long as it's perfect and not a moment longer. Uh, 
I quite like romantic gestures. This was, I mean, yeah. this is like ASMR heaven to me, but also like he's so assured and sexy talking about how like it won't be conventional. No romantic gestures will just serve a purpose, you know, yeah. a reason, a season, a lifetime. Like he's like, we will just be in a relationship. Did you like that? With none of the BS. I could see why a woman, a deeply grieving woman would. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It it sounds unencumbered. She actually turns him down, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jane's like, no, you freak. Like, uh, no, maybe. I think these things should be organic. No, she says, I quite like romantic gestures. Oh, just like that. Does she? I sound just like yeah. her, don't oh I? Oh, my God. I quite Those like voices. Them. And I don't know much about sound design. No. Uh, which is apparent <laughs> by how we do this podcast. But I know that the sound design of their voices is so good. <laughs> I, like, they are getting into my system, and they're, it's like somebody playing with my hair the whole time. <laughs> That's what it's like to watch the show for me. I love it. I love it. What did you think of them dancing alone in their houses? Was that like, oh, yeah, that would happen. Wait, wait. or did that feel like a TV moment? Um, When the house asked the house to play something playful and then and then they dance, they dance in the house. And he's like, I can't loosen up. And she they both both characters, Simon and Emma and Jane, like the couple. They both end up dancing in the house. Uh, I don't quite remember Emma that. and Simon because she's trying to get him to be playful and they have their little mm-hmm. dance and then um, Jane dances on her own and makes the water the light that lights up dance with her a little bit mm, and, I, uh-huh. and I, I was a little bit like oh this house makes people dance I didn't see that coming <laughs> my house doesn't make me dance but I dance all the time well, you're a choreographer and the, the family Right. Yeah. And the and the family gets into it too. We don't need a house to make us do it. So mm-hmm. I like dancing in the house. Okay, but there there was no musical theater playing. So I just, you know, I don't know. Um one that is true. Yeah, the three options of music that the house plays are like peaceful, playful, and something else. And I was like, What? One thing no show tunes, yeah. no country? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh one thing one thing that I did like is the there's a moment when she's like you know, he's like trying to get with her and she's like, oh, no, I don't feel like it ever since I got a knife in my face. And I was a little bit like, what is wrong with her? And then when you find out what happened to her, I will say I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, well, now it makes sense. And then he was a total mm-hmm. jerk about it. He really was. But he was realistically a jerk. Ooh. He like I I liked that scene that he was like, how come you didn't tell me this until now? Right. Why didn't you? let me know this he makes it about himself and then he comes back and says i realized i made it about myself yeah and that was wrong i think that simon is written really well he is a like a frat boy grown up not not my kind of guy but he's doing his best and he loves her so dearly and he keeps messing up but in a way that I think only because she's been so traumatized that she can't handle his mess ups anymore but had she not been brutalized, I think perhaps they could have made it work. Uh, well, yeah, if she hadn't. Yes, if that hadn't happened. I it was. I think that moment when she's like trying to get with him and he's like, I can't. All I can think about is how you were assaulted. Right. <laughs> and you're like, right. oh, that's not cool, dude. That's, right. that's not cool. <laughs> 
No, I know. Simon is, but he <sighs> factors in. In the in story. Cool and creepy ways. Yeah. I, yeah. I bet I, the story's really good. I honestly, if it was a movie, I would totally uh-huh. watch it because the story. It's only four episodes. Only four? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're a quarter of the way there. Oh, dang. I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. With all your free time. I know. <laughs> try 20 more minutes of episode two. So I give it 4.5 man jobs. I really like it Four and I will recommend and it to half. everyone. Wow. I love it. Yeah. I would yeah. give it a two and a half because I'm a sentient human being and I just feel like there's other things to do with my time, you know, but no. <laughs> sentient this week pedestrian last week you are winning the vocab wars thank you thank you for noticing absolutely so when we Uh, after we do our business um, i have a game for you and i have a recipe for you that i want to talk about that i forgot to talk about up top oh jesus coming at oh my coming at your face you're welcome fellow homemakers and if you would like to do a (laughs) podcast just reach out to true story fm (laughs) Uh, our podcast is produced by those gentlemen, fellows, uh, engineering by Pete Wright, who we love, and uh, music is done by Ian Post. If you can leave a review, please do so right now. Five stars, write something to us. We will give you a shout out on the air and tell your friends. We want to spread the demand love. Ooh, that kind of made me throw up in my Ugh. mouth a little bit, but we would yeah. spread it. We would. Let's say spread a couple more times. If you would like to spread your opinion, you can join us on Discord. Go to mancave.com slash Discord. It's a fun little app. There's a community channel for everybody and a super secret channel for uh, Man Cave members, otherwise known as Fandies. And we do love our Fandies. How do you become a Fandy? You become a Fandy by going to mancave.com slash Fandy. F-A-N-D-Y. Not F-A-N-D-I with a heart. F-A-N-D-Y. That can happen. sure. Five bucks a month gets you access to that secret channel, gets you bonus episodes, gets you a birthday message from the Fandy, from the Mandy, sorry. (laughs) And uh, and we need you. We need your support. And you might get great tips like, you know, our masturbation tip this week for anyone who might be going through some hormonal changes. I, I feel like, right? So it's a wonderful place for resources. I don't know where you read that, by the way. They'll masturbate to get through perimenopause. <laughs> uh, but while you're masturbating, wear your man cave swag. Wear your t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Wear your sweatshirt. Yeah, nice and soft. Masturbate into a tote bag or a phone case. Yeah. <laughs> Go to mancave.com slash merch and get yours today. Especially the women. It's important that the women masturbate into something. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to or at something or, yeah. or near something. I'm not picky. Yeah. Oh god. Oh great stuff. So last night I made something that I have wanted to make for a while and thought my boys won't eat this, but I'm going to try it and if they don't eat it, no big deal. Vegan pierogies. I made carrot bacon. What? Have you done this yet? What? No. Yes. you. So the recipe was extremely easy. Do you have an air fryer? No. Or a way to air fry? Oh, we might have one I can give you, but our toaster air fries and our oven air fries. So next time I'll do it in the oven because they devoured it. I only made it in the toaster and it wasn't enough to feed my family. Oh my God. I made a little, I made a quiche with, if you must know, with ham and cheese and scallion. 
I'm a quiche maker. I love making uh-huh. quiche. And then I make carrot bacon as the side. <gasps> Man, <gasps> it is like you do a little soy, a little maple syrup, garlic powder, smoked paprika, onion powder. You marinate. You get the hardest part is the mandolin. I am, we know I cut part of my finger off at one point <laughs> on a mandolin. So you got to be careful, but you got to get the long strips of carrots and then you you marinate it and air fry it for like five minutes on each side. Wow. It was delicious. It tastes meaty and like bacon and salty and sweet. It was really good. Wow. Wait, what is a mandolin? You're going like this and saying a mandolin. Well, first of all, it's a play on our name accidentally, but it's the thing that has um, a very, very sharp blade going sideways. So you run your vegetables down and it slice, 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 slices. Them. Oh, and if if you have a two year old in their high chair and you are slicing cucumber for uh, jambalaya that you're making and you're also talking to your two year old, you slice off a good chunk of your oh, finger God. and it it throws you for a loop for a good week. Wow. So you're welcome. So many good tips, oh right? Yeah, now I have to well, I have to go find a two-year-old. That's going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> and when you slice off part of your finger, don't try and tough it out. <gasps> I waited till the next day to go to the hospital and they were like, what is wrong with you? Like, you, like this is insane. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, I don't even remember that. But I have now I have to look up. Is it really called a mandolin? Because I don't even... Ach- mandolin, I've yeah. I've never even heard of that. Wow. How about that? Well, okay, good. Carrot bacon. I'll get you know, one. I'm all into vegan. Carrot I'm super bacon. into vegan now. I know. Yeah. Okay. I know you are. That's great. Well, not vegan. You still eat cheese. You ate cheese yesterday. I have proof. I have photographic evidence of you eating hey, cheese. you know what? The Fandy Nation does not need to hear about my cheese eating habits, okay? That is private, intimate information about me that nobody needs to know, Mandy. If you're telling them to... <laughs> Rub one out. You got to give them something to think about. <laughs> and you eating fries covered in cheese might just That's do true. It. That's big. That's a big ticket item. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, maybe we'll do a slow motion video uh, for our fandies. Anyway, go ahead. Maybe. Are you ready for... Yeah, I will post video footage of Mandy eating fries covered in cheese only in the super secret Discord channel. Okay, great. Are you ready for our yes. game? Yes. I've decided this is my favorite kind of game and we've played it before and we're going to play it again. Is this real or is this something I made up? Because the title, The Girl Before, you admittedly were like, what are we watching again? The Girl Next Door, The Girl What? It's very typical, these titles. These titles are really commonplace. Gone Girl and Woman on the Train and all of these. So some of these are real. Some of these are made up. Uh... Drink, slay, love. <laughs> that is made up. That is real. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. I think this game is going to really confuse you. I never get that these games. Real. I think I got. I think I got that one. A lot of these are lifetime. So if that helps you to realize. A title of a book or a title of a movie or TV show? Uh, lifetime movies, oh. like thriller lifetime oh, movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Drink, slay, love. Oh, I thought they were saying slay yes. because I learned recently that slay is like, isn't that the the new thing that the kids are saying? That something slay or that somebody slays? You haven't heard that yet? I don't know. Well, slay is like killing it. Oh, he, oh, that show slay. But it's gone. Succeeded in its mission. Yeah, but it's gone. It's become an adjective. Oh, that sounds so sus. What's sus? 
suspicious. That's what everyone says. And it's so Oh, annoying. I haven't heard that. Just say the whole word. <laughs> Just say the whole word. Okay. Totes. <laughs> if I can't have you. If I can't have you. I don't want nobody, baby. Oh, that's the title. I think it's, the, yeah, the, I think it's more if I can't have you. It feels real. No one I'll can. say it's real. I yeah. Think. No, uh, yeah, that was me. Um, newlywed and dead. That's you. That is me. Yeah. Uh, the secret of Hidden Lake. <laughs> That's you. Is everybody at home playing? That is real. <laughs> Stalked by my doctor. Oh, come on. I'm going to say that's real just because it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. real. <laughs> that is real. The screaming of the birds in the trees. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that is me. The lady behind the house on Oakwood Drive. <laughs> That's you. That's me. <laughs> Wait till Helen comes. Oh, that's you because you just love Helen. <laughs> I do love Helen. That is a real title. Oh, there you go. Hey, congratulations, Helen. You've got a real title. Wait till Helen yeah. comes. Hey, oh, this is a theme for this episode. Okay, go ahead. And this one is not a thriller title, but I couldn't resist when Barry met Allie. <laughs> oh my God. Did you write that or is that real? I oh, did. Okay. No, I wrote it. I was just laughing and I was Barry just, I decided to write it. I'm like, it's not really a, a thriller title per oh, se. But Jesus, that's fun. Hey, it's my game. Uh, uh, yeah. I hope the fannies when they're playing at home, I hope they're like, oh, I totally knew that was real. And like, I hope they're getting into it because I like that type of stuff. I think so. You know, I love games. I'm, I'm, I'm such a gamer. I think they just want to be entertained. <laughs> don't you think? I mean, do they really, yeah. does it, I mean, but, or we could start. And enlightened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. By carrot, bacon, and masturbation. Oh God. Yeah. Two great things that go, I somehow go those. great together. Uh, so, okay. So for next week, I yeah. am really excited because uh, I'm, I'm going to give you something to listen to. And actually, okay. you may have already listened to it. I don't know. But we are going to listen to as much of an audiobook as we can. Colin okay. Jost, A Very Punchable Face. Have you? I have not listened to okay. it. But when I was in New York, he walked by me on the street. <gasps> what? With his bulging arms coming out of his t-shirt. And he's my new boyfriend. Wait, Colin Jost has bulging arms? Yeah, because he's ripped. Oh, my God. And a Adorable. I was walking with Matt Fox. Shout out Matt Fox. And he and Matt Fox and I were like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and almost followed him into 30 Rock. Of course. He was walking into 30 oh Rock. Oh, my God. Like, I, I had the ultimate New York experience. And we saw Al Roker filming something in Rockefeller Center. So, oh, I, yes. do you get more New York than yeah. that? Not to pre give tips away, but those are two great masturbation material things right there. Al Roker and Colin Jost. Colin Jost's songs. Yeah, fantastic. Just to, oh. Um, oh. So I'm excited. Yeah, like, do you know he is married to Scarlett Johansson? I did not know that. Yeah, I looked him up and I was like, that guy fucks Scarlett Johansson. Even Jer knew that. You are way behind the oh, times. Oh, I mean, I'm sure I heard Even it Jer, who, d- it. who has no pop culture knowledge. When I was like, oh my God, Hamana Hamana. He's like, he's married to Scarlett Johansson. Chill out. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty. I guess yeah. Scarlett really is that famous. You know, they're not wrong when they keep casting her in these things. Um, yeah, so we're going to no. listen to a very punchable face. 
And uh, so much. Fun. Yeah, I think I doubt we're going to disagree, but you know, you never know. You never know. So hopefully I might want to F him, but not listen to him. <laughs> That's true. Which is true of a lot That's of people. <laughs> That's pretty far for the course, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Jer. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll All see right, you next then. week. Love you. Love you. Love you. 